Radio 77 WABC. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. I listened to you on the way in here, meaning, you know, I turned it on on ABC streaming. It's very exciting. You have a very natural flow. You keep it moving, you know, even oh with all the ads in between, you can still hear Sid. And you got a nice voice. You got a, a, an on-air presence that comes across it. And I know why you're successful. I mean, you relate to the audience and they hear you. That's Michael Savage. I guess he'll let me know when the check clears. <laughs> he was on yesterday. I like Michael Savage. I actually love him on the air. I think he's brilliant. So, um... You may remember a couple of months ago, here in New York, Jim Jordan, one of my favorite politicians out of the great state of Ohio, came here, and he held a a hearing, a field hearing, here in New York. And uh, at that hearing, a bunch of folks who have been victims of violent crimes here in New York. And the first person I always think of is my dear friend Jennifer Harrison, Victims' Rights New York. Suffolk County, Long Island, surely Long Island. She is a dear friend. Her boyfriend was murdered many years ago, and she has devoted her life to do good, like Frank Siller. But other folks were there, like Jose Alba. You remember him? He was a bodega owner, a lady who had lost her son. I think her name is Bram. And uh, Joey Borgen, a good friend of mine, Jewish guy who got his ass kicked for wearing a yarmulke. So I believe yesterday or the day before, they held a very similar type of field hearing in Chicago, akin to what Jim Jordan did here in New York, House Judiciary Committee. And according to Jen, not one, not one Democrat showed up. So I can promise you this, when Mayor Eric Adams makes his return to this program, and it's coming up today, and I appreciate it, and I thank Eric, that'll be at 9.15 this morning Crime will come up. Crime will come up. And these victims who continue to garner no support, I mean none from political leaders, when I say that, especially Democrats, I want to hear what he has to say. But first, let's hear what Jen Harrison has to say. Victims' Rights New York. Jen, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Sid. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm always doing good, especially when you're on the air. So tell me uh-huh. tell me about this uh, hearing in Chicago. I know you're very disappointed. Once again, the Democrats came up uh, lame here. Tell me about it and uh, and exactly what else transpired besides that. I, I mean, I'm not disappointed. I'm completely disgusted. You know, when we were in New York, I knew that we were walking into the fire, but nothing could have prepared me for the disrespect and how evil these people were and how they would just say right to our faces that, you know, they understand our pain and and we're brave for being there, but basically that we're stupid and that we were scammed into being there by Republicans because it was a sham put on by the Republicans um, to protect Donald Trump and all they wanted to talk about was gun legislation. When we were there to talk about the fact that gun legislation that they want on the books is not being enforced in New York and people are dying because of it. So Jim Jordan did the same thing in Chicago. He's going to do multiple hearings across the country, which is desperately needed because people need to know and and hear what's going on from people like us that have experienced this. And like Gianno Caldwell from Fox News, who's, who's 
uh, brother was murdered. His brother Christian was murdered. It's still unsolved. He testified very, um, you know, genuinely, and, and it was very emotional. I was crying watching it um, about how his his friends had had their family members killed. I mean, and, and he called Chicago a war zone, and, and he's not wrong. And the fact that this man and two police officers took the time out of their day, relived their worst nightmares, and testified for the world to hear and in front of Congress, um, you know, that the Democrats didn't even show up this time. It didn't even have the common decency to face the victims of their failed policies is just beyond disgusting. You, at least show up. No, I agree. But, you know, this all goes back to, to the DAs, the attorney generals. I mean, you see what's going on here in New York. Letitia James, she made a promise, and so did Alvin Bragg. I'm going to get Trump. Not I'm going to reduce crime. Not I'm going to take criminals off the streets. I'm going to get Trump. And to Letitia's credit, she took a big chunk out of my friend Donald Trump just a couple of days ago. So she's kept her promise. Alvin Bragg, too, ridiculous lawsuit, but a lawsuit nevertheless. So I had a conversation with somebody yesterday. And I said, you know, one of the things that really irked me about the mayor was I saw a selfie a couple of weeks ago of the mayor and Bragg in the street together smiling. And I know they're both Democrats, and I know they, quote-unquote, need each other politically, but Alvin Bragg is such a scumbag, such a scumbag, that I would at least not take pictures in the streets. And this person said to me, don't kid yourself. Politicians are afraid. They could be a friend today and on the hit list next. Do you believe that? Well, listen, first of all, I think you're wrong because Mayor Adams absolutely does not need Alvin Bragg. In fact, taking a picture with him at this point is political suicide. And and he should be smart enough to know that. And it's disappointing that he's not. Okay, that's number one. Number two, let's talk about my BFF in Albany, Tish James, okay? Because the fact that she's going after Donald Trump, when your friend Joe Tacopina correctly said yesterday, nobody was defrauded here. Everybody got their money back. And meanwhile, there are hundreds of nonprofits in New York City that are defrauding taxpayers and taking taxpayer-funded money on a daily basis. Some of these executives are making $600,000 a year, kicking homeless people out of the shelters for 12 hours a day to go and commit crime and and do nothing on the streets of New York, kicking people out to, to house migrants. It's all a money grab. They are defrauding the people of New York on a daily basis, and she sits there and she does nothing. It's th- th- this place is com- a complete cesspool run by a criminal enterprise, and it's at, we we have to vote. We have an election coming up in November, and we have to vote. And I'm glad that Mayor Adams is. Um, you know, the city council races mean, mean a lot, just as much as the state races and the national races. And I'm glad that Mayor Adams is coming on your show. And I, I, if if you don't mind, I want to talk about um, a, a policy that I, uh, an idea that I present, I know was presented to his team um, on educating the migrants. Um, because they're here, and there's nothing that we can do about it right now. Biden's not going to close the border. You know that, right? So instead of putting these these kids in public schools that are already overburdened, that don't have the resources to, to help them, and that would t- be taking resources away from the children of taxpayers and citizens that are already here, why aren't we partnering with local universities and local colleges that have teaching students, that have foreign language students, to go into the shelters in an environment that these, these kids 
are already familiar with, not taking them away from their parents and putting them in unfamiliar buildings with unfamiliar strangers that don't speak the language. You know, this is this is scary for them, and they've already been through enough. Why aren't we partnering with local colleges and local universities to put teachers in the shelters, assess the, the ed, their education levels, assess their health levels, if they're vaccinated, if they're a public health risk to our students or, or our citizens here, and, and have some kind of transitional program rather than just throwing them to the wolves in a public education system. And guess what, Sid? That doesn't cost the taxpayer anything. No, it makes a whole lot of sense. That's why we're not doing it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that was uh, laid out perfectly. And I will bring that up with Eric if I have time. We've got so much to get to, obviously. But certainly the migrants and the kids is a very, very important issue. So that is a, a well-thought-out plan, Jen. Great job by you. I guess I would wrap this up with, you know, you, you were disappointed with how the Democrats, especially I remember Jerry Nadler, what a piece of garbage he is how he treated you guys when you were here with Jim Jordan in New York, disappointed again with the field hearing with Jim Jordan in Chicago. Uh, Seemingly, these Democrats, despite what they say, just don't care. So what is your, I guess, your closing message this morning about these field hearings, about these attorney generals, about these uh, district attorneys, and how they treat victims of crime like yourself? They, They don't care. All that they care is about their national agenda, and that's from the top down to the bottom, from the president to your congressman to your state senator or assembly person to the governor, the mayor, the district attorney, and your New York City council person. And that's why these elections are so critically important, because the people that are going to be your voice first and foremost are your local representatives. That's who you go to when you have an issue, and they will go to the people above them and say, listen, I'm, I'm going to suffer political suicide if you guys don't do anything about this. And they're, they're the ones that are going to fight for you. So if you're tired of what's going on, just like I am, just like you are, just like, you know, everybody has to wake up and vote accordingly in November. So are there any names specifically that you, you know, like Ari Kagan, for example, running against Justin Brandon in Brooklyn, uh, Anna Vernikoff, who's uh, freaked out because she's worried the illegals are coming to Manhattan Beach? Or are you just saying just vote Republican and save our city and save our country? Well, um, we actually, uh, Victims' Rights New York is a political action committee, and we've actually endorsed some conservatives over Republicans. So uh, if you're not sure who to vote for, you can go to victimsrightsnypac.com, and we have our list of endorsements. We didn't get involved in every race, but you could see all the key players that that really need to win. And, um, of course, Judge Grasso in uh in Queens needs to beat the incumbent Melinda Katz because even though she's not like a talked about Soros funded prosecutor, she's just as progressive and just as bad. She started a conviction integrity unit. That's an extension of the public defender's office. She's overturning wrongful, wrongfully overturning convictions and ignoring victims left and right. She's absolutely disgusting and she's got to (laughs) go. But she's the mother of Curtis's children. 
I know. I and, and I'm sorry if they're listening. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that, I'm sure she's a very good mom, and yeah. I'm sure she's a very nice person. But yeah. you know, she just is not very good at her job. I, I'm not even sure she's either one of those. I have no. Idea. I happen to like George Grasso, but don't forget he was a Democrat. But he is, as John Katzmatidis likes to say, he is a common-sense Democrat. Hey, listen, you're courageous. You're great. You know I love you. Great job again this morning. And all I can say, Jen, is keep fighting. Keep fighting. Thank you. Have a, have a good day, Sid. You too. You too. My friend Jennifer Harrison, New York. Victims' rights here in New York. That is a brave young lady and a really smart young lady, too. Thank you, Jen Harrison.